bzz, bzz, welcome to bzz, 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 gaming. T oh, wait, is that that's not what beetles sound like, right? Thought you were trying to imitate a bee. No, right? I'm I'm trying to imitate a beetle. I mean, if you had a horde of beetles, they could potentially sound like that. Well, what? <laughs> I, I guess beetles they kind of go. In, I don't know. I don't know what a beetle sound like. Anyway, yeah, welcome to King Temple. I'm your host, Chase. We got Rihanna. And who is this, Craig? Hi, I'm Craig. I go by Bird Up. Oh my gosh. We have three people here now. Now, before I even got Craig in here, I was telling Rihanna, hey, we now have a, another co-host with it. Uh, so his name is Craig, and Rihanna's like, <laughs> Craig. I'm like, well, what's so funny about Craig? No. Uh, the Friday series is what's funny about Craig. A lifetime of bad jokes. I have not, I I, I don't, that wasn't me. Like, I don't understand what you're saying. Well, well I, I, you're like, LOL, uh, Craig who? I'm, I'm like, Craig, you know, Craig. He's the yeah, Craig. How many Craigs are there in this world? <laughs> I did not. <laughs> okay you're you're being i don't know what that is i i did not laugh at see, see, anybody's name see craig this is actually laughing. the point That's of the show is it's partially about That's video games but it's mostly me and rihanna just making stupid arguments it's not All an right. argument it's confusion there's a difference <laughs> okay anyway. I, uh, I, I, like you just put a name out there it could have been any name okay. and then do with anybody's name okay okay, okay i'm just kidding <laughs> Just kidding. All right. All right. Well, let, let's, Degrassi. That's okay. the only other Craig I know of. All right. Let, let's let's get. Yeah. <laughs> so it's today, where I was making those beetle noises, I uh, played an indie game called Glyph, where you play as a golden beetle, rolling up and uh, platforming through different things. Uh, the developers behind the game, they sent me a review key of the Switch version. It originally came out on Steam for uh, VR, and now it'll it's going to be. Out on switch for twenty dollars on february 1st without vr because the, the wow. switch doesn't have the virtual reality and i'll get my thoughts on it uh craig here being the lucky duck who owns a ps5 he managed to play the resident evil 8 demo so he'll have his thoughts about it indeed uh there's also something uh, coming out along with resident evil 8 i'll just mention that uh and as far as news goes uh gamestop is uh not going to go the way of Blockbuster, it seems, that thanks to memes. Memes has been keeping GameStop alive. Uh, through, I know, it's such a weird, weird story, but uh, apparently GameStop is not going to go out of business thanks to memes. I'll mention why. A fight between two adults, two grown people who should know better, fighting over a video game cord, uh, that, that, that did not go out well. And then the end of it, uh, Ninja in some uh, hot water for some comments he's made about, uh, you know, how you should react to or who should be responsible for uh, educating about, uh, you know, hate, sexism, hate, uh, racism. So, no, make it serious at the end, but always try to come back around and have fun. And, and uh, you know, it's, it's great that I'll say all three of us, we are in Texas because we, we Texans have to stay together, especially with, with COVID still here and possibly the zombie apocalypse. There's four st new strains of COVID-19. You never know. Like it could get better later this year or we could be living in Resident Evil by October, like for real. Oh no. Okay. Wow. <laughs> what? What would hope not, but okay. Well, hey, you know what? If insects can, if there's such thing as zombified insects, then hey, people, people are next. And look that up. That is real. That is real. Don't tell me that is not real. Right. It's a hornet that does that, right? It's yeah, that was that grew, Yeah, that was the inspiration for The Last of Us because they studied a hornet that can actually die and then like get reborn as a zombie. Anyway, we're. <laughs> Uh, you know, and I, I don't, I don't think any, any, any of that. I, I mean, I hope anything. I, I mean, I, I hope, I hope we'll, we'll know by the end of the summer how these vaccines turn out if they're really the vaccines or they're secretly the T virus. Well, get your zombie <laughs> killing practice in now while you can hit those video yeah. games. Yeah. Well, uh, speaking of practice, well, we could practice killing zombies, or we could practice uh, rolling into a ball because the other defenses pretend to be a beetle. And that's where we have this first game right here, Glyph, 
which uh, that that's actually also the uh, titular character uh, here. And it's a, a 3D platformer that came out in December uh, exclusively for virtual reality. It was a 3D platformer where you are this cute little golden beetle trying to bounce around and go through each of these levels, collecting an X amount of keys to open up the portal to finish the level. And there's a collect-a-thon element to it because you also got coins and uh, little uh, like little uh, beetle symbols that you can collect to unlock other levels. And in order to get to the next area, you need these purple gems, which again, they're also uh, in the different levels. Some of them involve you going through a time trial and depending on how fast you get through that level, uh, you get two purple gems. So very simple and straightforward. I mean, as far as plot goes, you're, I mean, you're just restoring peace to uh, the temples. It's not a very uh, deeply uh, narrative driven story. Uh, I mean, pretty much you just get a back, a, uh, a little backstory and then it just straight right into the game. It's interesting to think about this in VR because when you think about virtual reality, most of the times it's something to do with first person gameplay. And uh, with Nintendo Switch, the Switch doesn't technically have a VR uh, set. So whenever a virtual or uh, virtual reality studio were to port a game onto the Switch, they would have to remove that and find some way to make the game control without it. So with this, it seemed very easy. And I'll say, the I mean, as far as how to play the game, you know, understanding it, I mean, yeah, it is very easy to pick up and play. I mean, there's not really much you need to know about it. You just uh, hop your way through the vast deserts and uh, go through different obstacles, trying to learn you know, your way through bouncing, gliding, and then jumping. Uh, you can jump on walls. Uh, or jump up walls and all that and just keeping that momentum as you try to go through and not touch the uh, sand because once you you touch the areas not highlighted then you blow up and you have to restart the i mean relatively short level wait you blow up yeah yeah like a glyph just explodes he just goes and i was like oh, okay right and then uh, oh wow okay i know <laughs> yeah it's it's interesting the visuals it's very colorful it's got a simple polygon art style i mean not not simple polygon but you can see the color palette it's it's very bright uh i mean on the switch it runs at a consistent 60 frames per second which is cool i'm someone who really misses 3d platformers and i would love to see more 3d platformers go back I, i mean even just stand on their own do their own thing but i mean as much as i love mario and i love ratchet and clank i I would love to see other action platformers out there or classic platformers and this one being classic uh however i think the platforming is a little floaty and that comes to a fault in the later levels because the the problem here is that you when uh glyph goes up in the air he he jumps he uh it's kind of there there's sort of i wouldn't say anti-gravity but the gravity is reduced a little more than in other platformers Uh, so you have more air momentum which if you want to go far away and uh, and try to glide to another area fine there comes to a frustration in later levels where you are up in the air and you're trying to land on a platform and you just barely miss it because you're just you're floating a lot. It tends to lead to some fr- like frustrating elements, uh, some difficulty spikes. And it feels like the floatingness of the jumping is what makes the challenge half the time. And I know there are people who will like that. There are people who like games that are super difficult. Uh, and, and if there's anything I could say is this reminds me of, I guess, those retro platformers, those games that are just super hard and meant to stress you out or, I guess, meant to uh, uh, you know, have you die a lot to get to the end. 
And that, that that's the only thing is in the advertisement it talks about being relaxing. And I, I disagree. I was pulling my hair out in later parts of this game, but I didn't find it bad. It's just that I guess maybe by personal preference, most games that are just building themselves up to be super difficult, it's just not for me. Like, I know there are people who love Demon Souls. I get that. I'm not someone who would invest myself too much into something like Dark Souls or Super Meat Boy, for example. And those are, it, that's the type of audience I think would enjoy this game the most. Are you saying something? Yes. And with that, so with even with those types of games, Dark Souls, Bloodborne, etc and with the retro games that you were mentioning earlier that this game kind of gave you those vibes of um they tend to build a speedrunning community do you think glyph is something that could become a a speedrunning community favorite in the future while i have no idea of that i definitely can say this was made for speedrunners because every single level there's even a clock on how fast can you beat the level or how fast can you beat the level and even the ones that are built on speed of speed run uh, or the, the ones where you get a, an X amount of purple gems based on how fast did you complete that part? Uh, I, you know, I see this for the, I mean, it, this, this to me is for the pure retro gamers who uh, love playing all those hard NES games and we'll probably get a kick out of this. And it's, it's not that long either. I mean, you could beat it in just a couple of hours. I mean, I I appreciate it a lot. And there are things about it that I did like, but I, I just feel like the challenge is cheap. To me, it just feels a little cheap. And I guess for one example, there is a later level where you're trying to get, it's one of those time, timed uh, levels. You're trying to get to the other end in uh, 27 seconds or so. And there's all these different like uh, robots that come after you. And because your pl- the platforming is so floaty, you are exposed yourself to these uh, robots exploding and making you bounce the other or, or shoot the other way. And it, it was like one of the most aggravating levels in the game that I, I just didn't have a good time with. It weird is that when those robots explode, sometimes they'll do the Wilhelm scream. Like I, I had to kind of look at. It. I was like, "Wait, did I hear the Wilhelm scream?" And it was, it was just out of nowhere. But <laughs> I know I was, I was just when the robots just blew up and go, Wah! and I was like, "Wait a minute, what? Where's the, where did the Wilhelm scream come into this game? That had no voice work whatsoever." <laughs> I know Rihanna's laughing like the like, like real people, but not people. So no that, robots exploding and doing the Wilhelm scream. Yeah. I was thinking, <laughs> supposed to be people, but that would I, you know have a yeah. scream like that. So, alrighty then. I, yeah, yeah. But that's that little thing is. I do think there are better platformers on here on the Switch. I'm I'm in one of the minority of people who did enjoy Ukulele. Uh, there are plenty of people who do not like that game. Or so I, I, I played it. I really liked it. I'm, I'm just into kind of platformers that invite you into playing more. And the, what I really loved about Super Mario Odyssey or Ratchet & Clank is when you keep playing it, though, there are things about it that just, you know, the more you play, the more it opens up to other things. And for games that are just meant to be, that are just meant for you to die so many times, I can understand that. Like, there are a few exceptions, like Cuphead. I, I really enjoy Cuphead, but Cuphead is hard as heck. It's just, when when the game just centers around its difficulty, it's just uh, not, not for me. And uh, I'm even one of the people who played Celeste, which is a game I really enjoyed a lot, but it is hard as heck. So I'm I'm one of the people who will admit I used the cheats, the, the ability to skip through the difficulty because I was just invested in the story so much. And even turning those on, it created a whole different gaming experience. Like it, it was a relaxing platformer. And for this, it's just, you know, it's it's for those old school fans who want a game to be super hard, and that that's what drives them into the game. So for those, they will enjoy it. For me, it's a six out of ten. It's it's okay, but yeah, it's not something I'm I'm gonna remember in passing because there's also not a lot of the game that's unique to itself. 
but uh, it's not bad, not by a long shot. And I, I'm grateful to receive a review key of it. And I want to see more from the developer. Just, I, I, was this not for me? I played a Celeste game, but it was the one where it's a move to the music because music, yeah. the name of it. The music was good, yeah. Oh, the Crypt of the Necromancer. There we go. Oh, Crypt of, yeah, that, that that's different. Like... With with those games that are difficult, there's something to it about the gameplay where it's not just about being hard. Like with Krypton Necromancer and even the Zelda spinoff that those developers made later, it's all about like moving to the beat and attacking the beat. With Cuphead, it's a 2D animated film almost in real time. And the fact is the boss fights, they all have different forms each time. And there's some different strategy to it. Well, with this, it's just, hey, I'm just going to throw a bunch of things at you. They'll make this game super difficult and you just have to pull through all that. that that's the type of hard experience that's just not for me. But there are, are there is a community of people who love that. And I do acknowledge that. So yeah, yeah, not, not bad though. Craig, you want to talk about Resident Evil 8? Uh, sure. So I was able to play the demo of Resident Evil 8. Um, it's not very long, but I am kind of trashed at those kind of games. So it took me roughly over an hour to complete it. Um, for me, I would say the graphics and the environment were the most impressive thing. Everything looked extremely real and uh, the audio team did an exceptional job all of the echoes in the hallways from your footsteps, from blood leaking down the side of the walls, everything I felt I could hear very clearly and felt like I was there. There was actually a portion where I paused just to listen to the audio environment that I was in. It sounded very realistic. Um, from a story perspective, they for the demo, they did not let you choose a difficulty. I usually try to go on the easiest. Uh, as I said, I'm not that great at Resident Evil games. Um, but it's you start off in a basement or really in a dungeon and you have to escape the dungeon while these creatures are hunting you down. Um, eventually you do escape the dungeon and make your way into a mansion where you have to solve a series of puzzles, um, finding certain items, keys to doors, uh, etc. Um, once you are able to complete the puzzles, that's whenever the action of the demo really kicks in. That's where the first daughter makes her introduction and she's kind of a like a beetle vampire. If vampires turned into beetles or something like that, that's exactly what she would be. And even in the graphics, you can see the creatures flying around and buzzing and stuff, but then she bites you. Uh, you escape, you find the key to the, front, to the front door of the house, you make it up there and there's a jump scare. I'm not gonna spoil it but there's a pretty big jump scare and it got me like I, I jumped in my seat. It was pretty crazy. Uh, demo ends there and they encourage you to um, check it out whenever it is released. Uh, for me, Resident Evil, I haven't played most of them. I tried my hand at Resident Evil 7, didn't finish it due to the puzzles, but I was very interested in this one to see where the story goes and to see what type of monsters they introduce here. Like I've never heard of a beetle vampire in my whole life so what kind of creatures are they inventing here in this world yeah i actually did uh play a lot of the resident evil game, mainly the mainline series i've played uh, a bit of resident evil one but mostly resident evil three four five uh, and the demo six and then i i beat seven uh and also played through the resident evil 2 remake Although I play quite a few Resident Evil games, I'm not like, a, there are people who they're just in love with Resident Evil. Like it's, uh, I listen to some podcasters that say, yeah, Resident Evil games are like the best games ever. I don't think, like I, I enjoy them, but there hasn't been a Resident Evil game where I'm like, yeah, this is like the best game to come out that year. With Resident Evil 7, I did. I liked it, uh, but there were parts of it pretty much, I enjoyed the first two parts of the game because that's where it felt different. It felt like an homage to those really creepy uh, 80s and 90s horror films like Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And uh, they're just of the supernatural family. That was a huge twist to the series. But then the third act is when it just threw monsters at you and just became a straightforward shooter. And I'm like, uh, all right. It wasn't bad, but uh, 
with this, it looked cool because it's like, okay, uh, you're in this sort of uh, ghost town in the middle of the winter, and they even put in the trailer there's werewolves, which uh, uh, that's that's new to Resident Evil. And this other character, which people are calling the big titties chick, because uh, <laughs> they are making cosplay. <laughs> no, that's what they call calling her, because she's she's the one with the uh, Carmen San Diego hat, and uh, she's wearing fancy clothes and mm-hmm. the all white dress. Yeah, that woman uh, is tall. When you see her in game, she is a giant. If that's why, yeah, that, that's why they're calling her the big titties chick for some reason. But anyway, people are making cosplays out of her already. Uh, so, uh, yeah, people are excited for this. And I, I, I do enjoy Resident Evil, so I'm, I'm looking forward to this on, on May 7th. Um, the thing is, though, Resident Evil, for the most part, has done so well with single player. The thing that they don't succeed in most of the time for me is the multiplayer. And that's something that Capcom has been trying to push more recently. I think with the Resident Evil 3 remake that I didn't play, they had a uh, almost like a Dead by Daylight-like multiplayer. And with this, so Resident Evil Village, it's called, uh, will, and uh, May 7th, it will also release with a uh, multiplayer component, which is interesting because the campaign is a first-person action game or first-person horror action game. The multiplayer is in third person. And from the looks of it, it reminds me of the uh, competitive multiplayer component they had in Resident Evil 5 post-launch, where you get to play as different popular Resident Evil characters and you go through either in death matches or different uh, competitive modes. And that's what it seemed like. It seemed like an old school multiplayer uh, game where, I mean, you have all these bunch of different modes, playing teams or uh, free-for-all. The other thing is that you get certain characters will get, uh, or certain players will get to play as the uh, bioweapons, which are the special, the special villains in each of the Resident Evil games, like Resident Evil Nemesis, the big tentacle monster. And uh, that... I'm curious to know how that will go. I've never played the Resident Evil. I think it's called Resident Evil Versus. I've never played the original one with Resident Evil 5. But I'm curious to know what they're doing with this since they're pushing it so much. But that also brings a question of how long the main game is. Because I think some people complain that Resident Evil 3 remake was too short. And probably because... I mean, the fact that they're making a Resident Evil game every year now, uh, they uh, were working on the multiplayer at the same time. So cut back on some of the things they were going to do with the third one. I don't know what's going to happen with Resident Evil Village. And it looked like the multiplayer in this seems to be from a different development team. But, uh, you know, I'm, I'm hopeful. I'm, I'm hoping that the multiplayer is fun. Uh, you know, it's something to come back to. And the campaign, uh, I mean, w- what's happening with our main character here, along with the popular Resident Evil characters that they've uh, brought into, like uh, Chris Redfield at the end of Seven, who uh, from the trailer, he seems like he plays a big, even a bigger role. I, I, how are they going to tie everything together? And also, are they even going to be able to keep this up? Because, as I said, making a Resident Evil game every year. Next year, there's supposedly a Resident Evil 4 remake. And then, what next? I I don't know if Capcom's going to be able to keep this up. I mean, hopefully. They made a lot of great games in the recent years. So, I, you know, uh, I don't know. It'll be very interesting to see how they spin it to keep it going. Um, one theory is that as they are starting to continue with the remakes every other year while releasing these seven and eight sequels, that they're really starting to change, um, I suppose, the lore or the monster aspect as, you know, the Resident Evil really started with a zombie slash viral outbreak, but now we're getting into more um, mythical monsters, vampires, werewolves, who knows what else they're going to put in here. So maybe they're reminding fans what they loved about the originals while also introducing a new concept which would allow them to create a new space for sequels. I, I'm just kind of 
guessing here, but it really yeah, seems like that's the direction they may go. Yeah, me too. I'm, I'm hopeful. I mean, Capcom has a mostly good track record. They've, they've been on top recently, not just with uh, Resident Evil, but with Monster Hunter and, and Mega Man. The, some of the stuff that they put out recently have been great. I'm, I mean, I'm super excited for the new Monster Hunter game in March, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. It's not the most anticipated game for me of this year, but it's something that I'm definitely keep an eye on and I already pre-ordered it. So I'm definitely going to play it when it comes out on May 7th for uh, both current gen and uh, next gen consoles. So that will be interesting. Uh, it's though it's running on the same engine as the previous game. So I bet it's probably going to run pretty well on previous uh, consoles as well as the new ones. The thing that's just, you know, how, how they're going to keep it up. And of course the multiplayer, because I also heard, the uh, Resident Evil 3 multiplayer wasn't that good. So, I mean, whatever they do with what their plan is with this franchise, um, yeah, we'll, we'll find out. Now on to the... And I know Rihanna's like, you must screw all those games because you're not into horror games. No. I have no thoughts like that. I don't know what that... Anyways. Okay. Well, you just you said no to zombies. So... Uh, and, and big titties, girl. If I can blow them up, maybe. But anyways... No, uh, no, I, it, it would not be for you. Those, those games have gore. Uh, they're, yeah. Anyway, news. Uh, GameStop. We've talked a, a lot about GameStop last week when uh, a, a a CEO of a pet company was uh, buying a huge pet sta- supply. Okay, company. all right. Not a pet company. Pet okay. company would be bad. Okay. Well, still, pet supplies. Buying a huge stock into a video. What, what does pet supplies have to do with video games? It's just a person. Like he wants to do what he wants to do. He has some money to do it. So what's the real question? Well, like, okay, so so pre-order uh, Resident Evil Five and you get some zombified dog treats. No, <laughs> just no. I, you know, the, the possibilities for that collaboration. I, I'm, I want to know, but. Thing is, GameStop hasn't been the company, like, years ago, people would go like, man, how can you buy the latest gamer console from GameStop? Oh, oh, you know, and I, I want to go to GameStop. Now, people hate GameStop because of the stuff that's been coming out about them. People who aren't me, okay. Yeah, well, yeah, people, because you don't care. Uh, it's, no, no, no. Uh, Next GameStop employees can't stand GameStop. Every time I hear some news about GameStop, it's like, ooh, I dodged that bullet. Hmm. yeah well from what i've seen here from news it just seems like gamestop is going the way of blockbuster it's because things are changing in the gaming industry and they're still behind uh and and also yeah with the employees which not not good still it's been a long discussion for years whether or not gamestop was eventually going to uh, go extinct because since the pandemic happened and they were forced to shut down, because remember, they were one of the companies saying, no, we are essential. We're going to stay up. So, uh, uh, yeah, the government had to had to force them to shut down. And they permanently shut down, uh, I think, over a thousand stores. Like, they, they don't have a, a big, yeah, they don't have a big uh, franchise uh, that they did back then, even though there's still some stores open. So it's not like they're completely gone. So the question of whether or not they're going to stay because their stocks keep going up. And now we get reports that their stocks have been skyrocketing skyrocketing thanks to memes on Reddit. And I, I read the story. I was like, okay, wait, what? Memes? Memes are keeping GameStop alive? Okay, what? Memes? I, I, had, to, I had to, even reading it, I had to still think about it. Memes. Internet memes keep GameStop alive. Like GameStop is actually going to live another day because of memes. Should I be? Should I be? Uh, you know, proud of memes? Should I condemn memes? What What should I do about memes? All of the above. <laughs> okay, so how did these memes um, actually translate into the rise in in the stock? I've I've read a little bit. I. I but I, I didn't see so, exactly how it began. Well, the thing is the stock, so the stock market for a lot of uh, it, uh, 
businesses, they've been kind of going uh, up and down. Actually, while we're talking about GameStop, uh, AMC theaters, they currently have their stock market kind of uh, going in a weird uh, position. But yeah, GameStop has been progressively losing money. And then it, uh, according to Reddit, just people made a bunch of internet jokes and that gained interest for GameStop. And that's the thing is, people made these memes to troll GameStop and that trolling actually helped them in the end, which that's something, even reading it, I was still confused. Like, okay, so they, these trolls, they actually did something beneficial to a company. I, I never, I, I had to still kind of even process that, but uh, will, will this mean GameStop will stay uh, going for, forever i again i don't know because how long will this little meme craze last i mean memes don't last forever memes get dated uh, so i i don't um so internet explorer being a meme <laughs> yeah well Bernie sanders is currently uh, you know he's currently on the top of the memes right now uh, that will Oh yes. Oh, yeah, his his. He used it for good, and that was really really fun. Yeah, but yeah, GameStop jumping over a hundred and thirty percent in uh, in stocks over memes and on Reddit. You you can keep reading that story, but the the thing is, it will still the the question of okay, why memes? That's something that I'm still at a loss at. <laughs> I mean, if you don't know about a company, then. I mean, half of where you see it, it keeps it at, you know, front of mind or whatever brand. So I don't think it would have, I mean, it gained more traction because it was funny, I expect. And so one thing led to another and here we are, I guess. <laughs> yeah, but it, I mean, it isn't just memes. I'll also say it's uh, this, or uh, the CEO uh, of Tesla and Elon Musk, he actually shared the Reddit uh, thread of all the, all the GameStop memes and uh, basically it was just the not just the memes but just the sharing of the reddit uh with all the all the crazy memes that that's got people to start thinking about gamestop again like okay i'm gonna invest in gamestop stock because people are talking about it a lot uh so i mean pretty much the, the simple thing is that yeah i guess memes could memes are the the world because if you have if you are a meme then you're going to live on as much as even if people hate you true yeah i mean i like the i mean as people's actual faces and every like random people and they became a meme and it's like how long like how long are you going to see yourself floating on the internet i just i do wonder about those people <laughs> like i mean there's a lot that come to mind but I, yeah but now the, the only last question that would uh, come to mind after seeing uh, GameStop's uh, stock market just surge that high is what will GameStop do now that they got more money in their pocket? Are they going to improve? Are they going to change? Are they going to adapt to the times that we're in? I mean, are they going to go the way of Amazon and actually do a, a home delivery? Like you can have uh games and uh, game consoles and accessories delivered to your door i, I mean that's I thought, the, they no game I mean, what okay i'm I, i'm trying to, i don't remember where i heard or read someone uh do do this but it was i think it's the like a, fa a favor is a something that you can deliver whatever you want to do or whatever you want to like you know request it and I remember that was the thing. Since I don't remember where I saw or heard or read it. Well, that's not, from what I know, GameStop, you do have to show up in person. Like they don't. Yeah, exactly. The, the person who is delivering. Well, I'm, I'm talking about straight like home delivery, like with Amazon, where you can order that. That's why Amazon is leagues ahead of GameStop, because you don't have to go anywhere. You can just go online. Hey, I want this game. I want this console order online you don't it, it comes to you and that's the thing is games the, the reason why GameStop has been failing is not just because you know their their business practices but the fact that they aren't uh, adapting to the time the digital market and that's what they need to do if they want to keep this up I mean yeah the memes they're keeping them alive right now but how long is that going to last so that that's the only thing I have to say about it right now is like okay 
what is GameStop going to do now? Um, that's something we'll just have to figure out. What do you think, Craig? Before we... As long as they have a solid um, research team behind them, they should be able to adapt to keep up. Um, like you were saying, one of the things that was killing them was not being able to deliver in a timely manner like Amazon. Why would you buy from buy a game from GameStop? You're not guaranteed to get it on the day of release via mail. It's going to get there within, quote, three to five business days. But now you're waiting on, wait, the U.S. Postal Service, which isn't necessarily that great right now. Um, so what they could do is go the way of streaming. If I'm able to access their games through my PC here at home, I don't have to go anywhere, just click a button. That would be fantastic. And absolutely, you know, me as a consumer would support GameStop. Yeah. So we've already seen as far as the stores, they have been putting some test stores out to try to change the vibe, make it a little bit more of a place that you go to hang out and experience games as opposed to just a quick shop. We'll see if they're going to make that change on a large scale it could work out with those thousand stores they just closed meaning that they have you know their their crowd is going to be driven towards the stores that are available now so you need to find a way to make them relevant again and that's going to be extremely difficult in this current environment that we have now so streaming really is the answer well the other thing because i know you uh, that was another thing gamestop was playing on is by adding in arcades around the thing is i've been last time i've been to a gamestop store it was quite tight like it's not a it's not a big store so if you're going to add arcades and and tables you're going to need to expand your space and especially at this time like i mean this is not even the time to think about in-person gaming but if you are you you cannot have those arcade arcade rooms and and um, tabletop gaming or whatever uh, plans that you have while the store is just that small, you know whatever. It, I mean the ball's in their court, so uh, may, maybe they'll add in a, a a place where you can drop off your pets uh, <laughs> or teach them how to play video games. It, the, you want that could be the market actually is what? growing there are there are several dog video game machines that you can put in your home and the dog has to enter uh buttons in a certain order and then they can shoot <laughs> so if you can educate my husky by video games i'm all for it i'll pay for that yeah you know what hoops and and my, i have a dog and a cat and they, they both need to get into gaming i'm trying to get them to play fortnite right now so uh <laughs> wow okay he's looking right away from the screen and then ruby just keeps wanting to kiss my face so i uh, that's too <laughs> I just... pet near your face that just really grosses me up all right they don't have pets because that's what they're gonna do even when i had a cat even when i had several like cats in different times in my life. no not near your face that's a bad idea okay oh, health for your health okay okay, okay. All right. Wow. All right. Well, you, you, then you should not have pets because <laughs> pets are going to want to kiss you. They love you. Not oh, near your face. It is for your own health. Keep them away from your face. Their face away from your face. Free health tip. Okay. It's in the interest of your pet as well. If you get sick because of your pet, who's going to take care of the pet? <sighs> okay. All right. Okay, then I, I guess I have to put a restraining order on my pets then. They, they, all right. Just wear a mask. It's all right. Oh, all right. Pet mask. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Well, now, now there's... The... That was good. Okay. <laughs> I just think about the new ground rules. I'm going to have to place for my, my pets now because they, they they have a, a condition of kissing my face a lot. Uh, it's... <laughs> okay, at least for cats, it's, it's water spray. Like, No. Well, you just grab the bottle and away. Anyway. No! No, I'm not doing that. that hurt no! Hurt I'm not anyway, game. Pets. What? Better no. No. The water bottle spray? Like what what do you think is I'm in there? I'm spraying my pets because they want to kiss me. Just so, to turn it a little bit so it's a mister. Then it's cooling yeah. and calming. Exactly. It's not yeah. like a squirt to the face. It's like relax. Yeah, exactly. It's okay. never, it's never a squirt to the face. I don't, no. Well, I don't well, even do it to my own face. Well, well, enough, well enough of this. Anyways, use. Uh, let, let's go back on. To to, 
Well, I, I guess speaking of uh, some sort of unhealthy behavior, uh, two grown adults fighting over a video game cord. That's something that I don't think I would see in 2021, but yet I do. No, this is a real thing that happened earlier this week. And I looked at I'm like, are you over a video game cord? R- really? So, I mean, maybe there was an intense Warzone match going on and the controller was about to die. And then the other person was like, but I need to charge my phone. And you're like, but your phone can wait. I need to play this game. You know, it could get heated, maybe. No, no, no. Okay. So this, this was, <laughs> and that's the thing is when, when you get this violence over a, a news station that doesn't even talk about video games, that makes us look bad. That makes all the non-gamers see like, see, this is why I don't play video those Fox News and all those people back in the day, they were right. Video games are bad for you. So anyway, TPD. Anytime someone says video games are bad for you, I have to throw out this fact. In 2020, there was a new Harvard review that did an in-depth study that officially proved video game violence is not a real thing. It will not cause violent reactions or violent behavior through even the most gruesome video games, they don't necessarily have that link to cause you to want to do that. So anytime someone says that, us gamers can now say, hey, go check out that Harvard study. Right. So uh, this is in Thomasville. Yeah, Thomasville Police uh, Department says that it responded to a little behavior that happened on uh, 8 U.S. Highway 19 South in reference to a possible domestic dispute. Upon arrival, deputies found a man standing outside of a vehicle with a woman sitting inside of a vehicle. The man informed the police department of the incident, saying that he was in the area to visit his mom and then return to the hotel room. He then advised the woman to retrieve items from the hotel room and called her an explicit name. The woman, he said in turn, became angry and began to argue with the man before pushing him in the chest and scratching him in the face and neck. The, the police uh, s- said they observed these scratches and offered the uh, EMS assistance, but it was refused. Deputy asked the woman who stated that she and the man, her boyfriend, were arguing because he accused her of stealing a cord that goes into a video game. The <laughs> woman did not causing any injury to the man, but physical evidence caused the police uh, to uh, place the woman under arrest. She was transported to the uh, Thomas County Jail and a warrant was secured. They didn't, of course, specify what video game console or anything, but still, I mean. I want to know, which (laughs) cable was it? (laughs) That's totally a problem, though. Like, I mean, seriously, talk to your whoever person explain things or you know trust rather than calling police on something like i mean there there's there there are other issues that have nothing to do with video games in this let's let's make that perfectly clear (laughs) this is just an excuse or a symptom like no you've got you've got more issues there rather than well to the couples and friends out there who may be fighting this is one way you can support gamestop visit your local gamestop and you can get another cable or go to Amazon, you can get it for eight bucks. That's the thing, is they're fighting over a video game cord. You can you can pretty much buy for like six dollars or eight dollars. Like any Power video delivery. <laughs> <laughs> like, bro, give me that. Okay. This is not even like unless there was a golden cord out there that costs several thousand well even then, I don't know what if that's enough to scratch someone in the face and neck. But video game cords are stupid cheap. Anywhere they are. Any cord. If you were brother and sister, that'd be one thing. Like, you know, if you're like, if you don't have the money, like you're just, you know, fighting over stuff and it's, you're under, you know, within your own house. But that's just, to be adults doing that, you're ridiculous. Like, no. Even kids, I, I would still say that it doesn't doesn't warrant script. But yeah, as a little kids, I'd be like, okay, they they need to learn how to behave. But yeah, they're these adults. I mean, they didn't specify what age they're at, but it sounds like they're like either in their twenties, thirties, or forties. But way too old to be scratching people over cheap video game cords. <laughs> 
like I said, deeper issues lie in that relationship. <laughs> I mean, they were probably they were probably on something. I mean, I, I bet you well, they were fighting over a video game cord, but they were probably like high or uh, you know they. they it's took, not even what? not even related. Like yeah. that that could be extra, but like with the. It, well, there are insane. some people just go insane if they take the wrong drugs. I don't. I don't know. I'm trying to think if there's another another exclamation to scratch someone over a video game cord, but no. Just to show that life is crazy. Even 2020, you say 2021 is going to be the better year. You, you need to know that in 2021 we're going to get stupid. The last news, which uh, quite a, a well, I, I will serious one in, in in some way but ninja he's a big uh, celebrity in the twitch world actually one of the top twitch streamers out there yeah people know him for fortnite most of the time i mean he's he's popular so much in fortnite that he's even a skin in the game like you can get a fortnite skin of ninja Ooh. okay you so see you you immediately don't like the guy i i don't know ninja i mean i i don't the the twitch streamers that i watch uh they're really my friends and then uh double toasted which is one of the podcasts i like to listen to outside of that i mean I, I don't really know the big twitch celebrities so i'm not i don't really know anything about what goes on regarding that but i know he's big as far as the biggest twitch streamers so people got on his butt uh two years ago because th- this is a follow-up to what happened two years ago but two years ago he said i would never twitch stream with a woman because and he actually did back it up with his reason i would not twitch stream with a woman because i don't want a our relationship to get and like become widespread so people can make their own like clickbait youtube uh, material out of it like tmz which i will say that does exist if you are a big internet celebrity or you're a big celebrity in general, your business is no business, is like everybody's business. Uh, I mean, if you have a fight with a your uh, significant other, that's going to be all over the news. People are going to have their own sides to pick. So I, I get that. And then the other thing is I will not spend the time streaming to educate or to uh, tell people about racism, sexism. That's the parent's job. And that was the other thing that got him in hot wire because people are like, no, Ninja, you are a huge celebrity. Plus you have the, the Black Lives Matter symbol or you you did something in, in June about it. Uh, you need to keep talking about it. You, you have some word to say because you said boo. So I, I can tell you already don't like this guy. So yes and no. Is it your specific job to teach every single child in America about racism and sexism and all of the isms they're going to face as an adult? No, but if your career is based off of video games and you're a major Twitch streamer getting tens of million dollars every year and the majority of your audience is children and teenagers, it kind of is your job. And if you don't necessarily want, if you ninja the person, not the streamer, don't want to do that, that's fine. You make so much money, you could put together a PR team like that and have them put together some uh, you know, product or an ad or, or, or something that you can do to help ease this problem that people are giving you. And it wouldn't really be a big deal. So just to come off the bat and say, oh, that's not my problem. I don't care that kids are racist and sexist on the internet. As long as I get my money, then no, I don't really agree with that. And so- just with his, him as a, as a person, his character is all talk and no, no, nothing to back it up. Even with this instance of, oh, well, I'll never stream with a woman because TMZ might make up that we're a couple. Well, A, um, I've had it explained to me that that could be considered a homophobic remark because you don't have issues with TMZ making up the fact that you're playing with these, men, with these male streamers. But whenever you play with a woman, you're scared that they'll make up some stuff. And B, that just, if you're really trying to support, if you're trying to be a good gamer, a good person and support humankind, Black Lives Matter, all of these movements, then why are you excluding so much of your audience? That's that's just my issue with him. I don't know him personally. I just have issues with the way he presents himself. Okay. Uh, Ria, since you're, I mean, you are a Twitch streamer yourself. Do you have anything to say about this? Oh, good point. So I was like, oh, oh okay. Yeah. Um, I don't, I understand. Uh, 
the point of like touch on it but you don't want to like over explain things or whatever or like keep repeating yourself but like what craig said that i mean get someone else to do it put a video and be like hey i'm in this video and like you don't have to even have to do much like you can even like put your face there and like okay this is the stuff that somebody else did but hey watch it like that that's a perfect really good um idea and just let it let it be out there so you don't have to keep repeating yourself or just you know like staying out of it even though you're kind of there for it anyway anyways if that so, makes sense yeah i uh yeah, I read, makes sense. yeah I, I read the whole article and and from what i can tell again i don't i don't know ninja for all i know he, he could be uh you know not very good person maybe that all that is true i it's just that when he explained it even more i get what he was trying to say like he wasn't saying like oh i, I just don't care about black lives matter i just want money it's just that hey you want know i'm on here to stream and and entertain people with um you know playing Fortnite and the parents they need to educate they need to uh educate uh their kids and not rely all that on influencers which that's been a long problem with parents and technology i mean that's why we had the whole debate over video game balance because the parents are like oh my gosh these games are balanced do something about companies and if you play with your kids then it's actually better so it works for both of you i mean if you're like oh let's make sure that it's not too violent or too whatever like play with them and see how they're reacting like i mean it's just people being either too busy or too anyways yeah be, be active you can have a kid be active please okay yeah so when he was going to detail that like th- that that wasn't the vibe that got to me the only thing is that i mean having if you're you're not gonna devote yourself too much to uh black lives matter and just focus on fortnite all right just like the thing that i would say is don't the the with all that like for those who don't uh focus on black lives matter all right like i i can't tell someone they gotta as much as i can educate and talk about the importance of black lives matter i can't tell someone that they gotta focus on that too the thing that gets me is when you are trying to be neutral and you're trying to tell other people to be neutral then that's where i have an issue and i don't think that's the message he was trying to get across the thing is the headlines only highlight uh, it's not my responsibility to teach uh, parents about uh, racism and sexism. And I, I think that's kind of problematic to make the highlight. And because there are plenty of people who don't read articles, they'll just look at the highlight and think they know everything of what he said. But when you go into the article, he does go into detail. And his exclamation, I got it. Like, it's not something that I would personally do. Like, I'm not saying, yeah, yeah I, you know, I would it's 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 a uh i mean this is something that i've had a lot of thought too because they're me me and uh rian we had a discussion about too uh when uh the, the capital uh riots were happening and there was even discussion that there were facebook groups saying hey we know you're upset but don't bring that uh black lives matter uh discussion over here or we'll immediately remove you and uh to me i was kind of hurt by that i left those groups and then there were people saying hey you know what uh yeah everything's hard but be be nice to each other okay uh hey be kind be kind to everybody it's okay if someone's a trump supporter you you can you two can learn to get along it's okay to be friends with someone regardless of their beliefs and I felt like all that, I felt like that's missing the mark of what's important here. Just labeling Black Lives Matter under political talk. But I did talk to when uh, uh, Rihanna was uh, like laughing at the uh, uh, memes, I was jokingly getting on her like, what the heck, why are you uh, laughing when all this is serious? And you actually made a great point saying uh or you can go ahead and repeat what you were saying or no <laughs> i try to remember what i was saying okay, well, i i mean yeah I, I was tired but let me let me try to recap but 
you were basically saying that uh you know it it's it's easy to be i mean not easy to be upset but the me like laughter is medicine uh to when things are really rough out there and with that i'm not mad at ninja for what he's saying i just think that uh you know with i would i would just not put black lives matter in your i mean i haven't checked his profile to see if he has that in his description but i would i would try i would uh if i was just going to focus on fortnite i would not try to put that in your description because that will send a message and for those who don't know who you are that will send a different message and the other thing for the kids out there like i don't think you should be listening to influencers period i think because that's the thing is influencers internet stars and celebrities they are not above making mistakes they're not above occasionally saying something stupid i mean there were things ninja said in past that i was very questionable about but I think that really kids need education from individual people, like people who are around, if not the, the parents, somebody in their life or who can, who can enter in their life and give them a one-on-one discussion. I don't think they need to be learning from YouTube celebrities and internet stars who are all about, uh, you know, screaming or making jokes or just playing video games. Uh, Cause I don't think, we should look at celebrities as just this high authority. I mean, that's the problem we had with this country is we looked at a certain person with high authority and that's how he became president when really all he was, was a celebrity. Yeah. So Uh, really I, in a way I do agree with his, his statement. It's just that, uh, you know, I, whenever someone makes that comment, I would just recommend reading the article and then you make the judgment for yourself whether or not you agree or disagree with what he says but i in in, a, in that same regard i do get your point as well craig and i think there are several there are several influencers out there that like to pretend to be uh, for black lives matter but they don't really care and that is a problem going on i don't think ninja is one of them based on from what i gather again i could there could be additional information that comes out that says he's extremely racist but to know the origin of ninja i think he became popular because of a rapper named drake because yeah drake made a music video about fortnite and he included ninja in the song and that's what started his fame so i i mean maybe maybe he's he still does not like he has some weird thing with black people and I think the problem of being completely neutral is that when, you know, you're just trying to be uh, entertaining everybody is that you're going to attract both, you know, the, the kind people pro BLM, and then you also attract the racist people. It's a, it, it's, it's something that like, and why I would never want to be a huge celebrity myself. Like I would love to, for this to be a day job one day, but not in the way where I'm like one of the biggest stars out there because I think that would mentally affect me. I, I don't know how I would be able to take that. Uh, but I mean, you know, it, it's it's a, I mean, it's a big subject. Uh, I mean, hopefully, okay. or what? Not, okay, it was like a minute or two ago. But technically, when you, uh, if you want to donate to the Black Lives Matter, it takes you to a spot and says like Act Blue, which is technically a political thing. Yeah. So yeah. I understand that part of it, but at the same time, just the message behind it is what we're mainly talking about. Not no, no. I, I, but As for I, the company I, saying about that, yeah, that's, that's probably yeah. that's likely what has to do with. Yeah. No. I. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, I get you. Yeah, that, that's why I was, uh, that's why I was saying. Like, I, I saw this statement, and I read the full article where he went into detail, and I was like, okay, I, I get what he was trying to say, but uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, it does all that, uh, or do you have anything else uh, to say about this, Craig? Um, um oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Rihanna. No, it's like you said. Then it's, it's fine. Go. Oh, okay. Um, so yeah, I mean, I. 
uh, I didn't read the full article, but it sounds like some of the things he may have said in there could be coming from a human perspective, like him just thinking, I don't even know Ninja's real name, whatever his real name is, thinking for himself. But my my problem with that is Ninja has become so big that he's not an individual anymore. He's almost like yeah. a corporation and he has as much influence as a corporation does. So to say I can't, won't or shouldn't do something is not good enough to me. When you are that big and you can snap your fingers and make anything happen, you know, very easily, then, oh, I, sh- I shouldn't be the one to teach your kids. That's not my job. Like, dude, just make it, just, just do it, man. Just do it. Just try to be a positive influencer and try to actually back up your words with change. Don't just say you represent these things and you want this, do something to make it happen. Yeah. And then I'll, then I'll give you the benefit of the doubt, but for you to just say whatever you want and, you know, put up the Black Lives Matter um, logo and other similar situations like that it really is like he's just to me it just looks like he's doing what's best for himself only yeah i could be wrong that's just my opinion i mean you're i'm i'm open to that being the the reason too i i just like i i just think that like kids need to learn from someone who could be with them and not just someone that they watch but they don't really personally know I, i mean yeah it's a yeah, it's uh, it, I mean, it's a very uh, big sub, but I mean, I, I get what you're saying. I, I do agree. Um, but yeah, so uh, that is with, uh, uh, with what I was, okay. was going to say, but I remember now is that um, kids and within teams that range since I've like served, I've been part of that at church, just like because teens don't really. They more ignore their parents than, than, than listen to them in the general sense, at least. And the things that they're influenced by, yes, there are, you know, people who look who like their direct family, but they talk about stuff that's what they see, what's on YouTube, what's on whatever they're watching. And it, it makes sense for, the, for whoever they're watching to be an active part of saying, okay, this is my stance on that. This is what it should be. And let's give some, at least some um discussion topics so yeah. you can discuss it with your immediate family or you know within that friend group and stuff but to so i like i understand both sides <laughs> no, yeah, i know that that's what i was saying too like i i get it from both uh i mean from both sides as as well so that that's where i'm like because i don't know ninja i can't just immediately assume that he's uh you know he doesn't care I just, well, I mean, this is probably going to develop in, in like weeks to come because people are still uh, talking about this. So I, I would assume he would probably come out and go into more detail or, or something. I I don't know. Maybe it will come out that he really doesn't care. I just like, I, I feel like I want to see how this goes, but uh, no, I, I, I mean, I, I definitely get it. Anyway, that is uh, all we have the show. Uh, thank you both so much for being a part of this. Ne- the only thing is next week, I do have an interview with, so another thing, Craig, I interview a lot of diverse creatives and I love doing that so much. I empower a lot of uh, diverse people, mostly black women in uh, very, uh, very uh, important roles or just really great things that they do, whether from acting to cosplay or writing any of that. Next week, I actually have an actress who's playing a big role in the next Tyler Perry production. Uh, so, and uh, I'm interviewing her at 3 p.m. next Wednesday. And usually my interviews, most of them are around 30 to 40 minutes. The show might be delayed by like a half hour or so, if that's all right. If, I mean, because you do have class at six, right? Yeah, yeah, my class starts at six. So if we start, you know, even at four, that would be okay because we, okay, I would have time. Okay, all right. But uh, yeah, just, just let me know. All right. No big deal. Yeah. Um, and next week I will be talking about Ape Escape too. I was going to talk about that this week, but, uh, you know, Glyph. So, um, yeah, and, and I mean, there are other things coming out in February too. February is actually a pretty good month for gaming. There's the uh, Mario uh, 3D World. There's uh, Super Seducer 3. <laughs> I actually have... Super Seducer? Yes. It's a it's an FMB adventure game about seducing women that I got a, I got a, I got a press release for. I'm like, 
okay so i'm reviewing this game all right well well th this I is am nervous on that okay let's what is that right <laughs> well probably, probably not a kid's game i i would assume so but i'm yeah i'm gonna uh, you know well i'll have my i'll have my review of that <laughs> I, no, I, I looked at it. I was Did like, you really? gotta be freaking kidding me. You're you're really putting this on Steam for like $13. But maybe the game's better than I thought. Maybe maybe there's more to it. I don't know. Maybe. Okay, what do you mean by Ape Escape 2? Because I mean, was there a remake? No, it, it, so Ape Escape is the sequel of the first one. It released on PlayStation 2. And it's also on PS4. You can download it. Uh, so I, I downloaded it and I played it. I beat it. Oh, so it's, so it's a re- no, it's a sequel. It's not a remake. It's it's just a but it's but I'm saying it was on, if it was on PS2, then it already came out. That's why I was confused. Yeah, no, I, I know. I mean, I'll, I'll play. You know, I, I won't just play new games. I'll play old games too. You know, but I'm just because because uh, my what? it's if, I'm just saying I was confused because it says 2002 initial release date 2002. Yeah, no. Okay. So, so what's what's, gonna, what's your point? Yeah, I was just checking of what okay, you were saying. I, I don't know what you're saying. All right. Uh, uh, so, yeah, that stuff coming up. And, uh, yeah, you can uh, find, uh, you know, you want to go around and talk about where to find people. Rihanna, you got your Twitch and Hermione and all that. I will, yeah, I'll be starting back stream next Tuesday. Um, so it's twitch.tv slash Hermione617 and you want further stuff from that you go to that page and then there are links but that's all i'm saying all right um craig uh all of my socials can be found under bird up b-i-r-d-u-u-u triple u three u's p twitch facebook insta podcast i'm around you'll find the bird okay and you'll find pons press on many podcasting platforms under the name pons press recently got approved for pandora so we're on pandora as well as all the other things um hopefully amazon soon as well facebook pons press instagram pons press i'm at twitter at chase pond 64 i also like to put in little uh, video clips on insta reels and tiktok under pons press and uh yeah so until next time take care Thank you.